Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Hey, Sam. Hey, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Good. Sorry about this morning. Yeah, no, good to good to catch up with you. You know, you're you're one of those people. You know how on uh, on Facebook because I've got uh, so so many people doing various things, and every now and then you get you, you get to see a live. You know, someone yeah. doing a live, and I get to listen to those. And every time yours pops up, and uh, you know, I get to listen to you, I was like, "Wow, you know, this person has got so much to talk about life." Watching, which is really, really good. So, I thought it would be good to to catch up with you, give give us some of your inspiration, you know, for our <laughs> listeners about life and everything else. And you, you're just so genuine as well. You've you've got this uh, personal brand on you, which just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh, really? that's what I'm all about. That, that's, yeah. that's my brand. Um, yeah, about real life and, and taking responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought, uh, you know, last time I listened to your live, you know, where you talked about uh, the gap, you know, the gap between, uh, you know, what we portray to the world and uh, who we really are and how that can lead into, you know, ourselves not being happy and so on, how we can close the gap. But uh, first of all, I wanted to see if you can uh, just uh, give us a little bit about yourself, like, you know, your, your your background, who you are, so, you know, our listeners can actually get a bit of a feel about you as well before sure. we get into the detail of, uh, you know, being yourself. Okay. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, firstly, thanks for having me on. really appreciate being asked. So I'm Sam Adams. I'm based uh, down in Brighton. And um, I've been in business for about 20, over 20 years. I've got a property business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, I started off renovating properties and things like that. And then I went into different strategies and buy-to-lets and all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now sort of stripped that back and um, have just a buy-to-let portfolio um, and a couple of properties uh, in Spain. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I started coaching and talking really when I was in property. I um, I got asked to speak at various property networking events and things like that. And then I got into mentoring um, mm-hmm. some people that wanted to get into buy-to-lets and lease option strategies. Um, and, and I think that that was kind of like, I knew that I always, I, I liked helping people, but that kind of really cemented it for me. Um, but I always really like the personal development aspect of it more than actually teaching them the property strategy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just just how it turned out. And, and of course, and I worked out from my own personal development, which is, you know, I've been studying personal development for, again, over 20 years since I was mm. sort of interested in having my own business, that everything starts with you. Um, yeah. and, and that sort of, so I sort of came out of, of the property mentoring and sort of started to switch over to more um, personal growth mentorship, I suppose, helping people yeah. anybody in business or sports people that want to perform better, show up better and get 
you know, make the best of life. Um, yeah. Help them, yeah. So I kind of, it's much more general now. Um, and, and I really love it. I really love it. I love talking about personal development. I love coaching yeah. <laughs> and doing group stuff. I'm just doing a, creating a group coaching program um, for next year because there's only one of me and there's only so much one-to-one coaching I can do. And I'm yeah, pretty good. Um, and so, and you know, someone's on the waiting list and I just thought, well, how can I help more people? So I think I'm just yeah. trying to develop a, a, a group coaching program that will probably start in the, in the spring. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so now I predominantly just have, you know, have my, my property business, which doesn't take mm-hmm. up out of my time, 20%, maybe less. Yeah. Uh, coaching and, and speaking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it, it does look like for you, you sort of... Uh, found your your sort of passion in the area that is uh, almost like highest to your values and that's what yeah. you're you're pursuing but uh you know you'll find some people they probably are in a bit of either overwhelm or that they don't really know what it is that they, they can actually do or, mm-hmm. or what do you call like the purpose of life for for yeah. everyone which essentially everyone has so i mean for you did you, do you think you stumbled on it by accident? Because when you when you are doing the property business, obviously you know financially or otherwise you're probably all set. You know most people will just be happy with that and mm. and carry on and just pursue that. But for you, was it something specific in you? Is it something that people are born with? Is this maybe the nature versus nurture? question or how how did you stumble upon like you know this is what what do you really like or what do you enjoy other than just pursuing business for example yeah i mean i, I kind of like i like to be in control <laughs> yeah. so I'm what to do i want to know what i want to decide when i have my holidays and yeah. things like that so that that was the first step it's like well i need to work for myself if yeah. i want to dictate a little bit more and have a bit more freedom mm-hmm. um, because for me, the highest forms of success are showing up as yourself in the world yeah. and having that freedom to do my week, my way. Yeah. Um, and, and I have that. Um, and I, I think for me, that's highest form of success, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to look for businesses that I could do. I did a network marketing business. That was one of the first businesses I did. And then I did mm-hmm. up a house that um, I bought with my uh, previous partner, and I really enjoyed it. And I'd always gone and helped my dad sort of do things when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was watching something really shoddy turn into something really nice. And I think it just came from that. Um, yeah. I did up this house and I did it so well that it sold above market value. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, well, this is all right. Um, <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do another one of these. And so yeah. that, that started my property journey, really. And I really loved it. You know, it's... But I worked really, really hard at it. I worked a lot of long hours. Um, mm. You know, you know, when you've got a project on, it's all about time, really, in property. If yeah. you're fixing or you're renovating, you know, time every every day counts. So it was a lot of hard, long days went into it. And I guess as I got older, um, my kids got older. I just was like, I started to enjoy it less. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think. Because to begin with, I was a lot younger, so I was like, I was doing yeah. everything. I, I could do, I could do so much. I even learnt to plaster. Um, yeah. Oh. Wow. So um, yeah, I love, I loved it. But then uh, we had a sadly we had a like a family tragedy, and my sister's partner died, and she was left with a young baby, 
and really nowhere to live. She was living with us, but she really needed somewhere on her own. So that motivated me to get into buy to let to build a buy to let portfolio. So I'd been doing property for about, I think about six or seven years by that point. Um, mm. And that was, so then I was then doing buy to lets and sort of renovating a little bit alongside yeah. each other. Um, and so that kind of, that was really a big change really for me. And then, like I said, I just, because I was in property and I was around property people, a couple of friends had networking mm. events and things like that and they wanted me to speak. And that's where I realised that I liked speaking and I liked helping. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it just kind of, then I realised that it just grew into the passion to actually helping people develop cool. themselves. Because, you know, it doesn't matter what business you do, at the end of the day, business is personal. Because yeah. everything, everything comes from you, how you show up for your partner, your business, your job, your kids, whatever. It all stems from you ultimately. So that's yeah. where, where the work is really. And I just fell in love with with helping people and speaking and, and I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. yeah, so I kind of working on myself. Yeah. I've learned, I share and, you know, when you learn, you teach, they say, yeah. and that's yeah. I do. <laughs> and, and, and that's the best way of learning, isn't it? To teach, you know, you teach and you talk to people. So yep. that's, that's brilliant. So that takes us nicely into the, you know, everything starting with, with you. So just tell us a bit a bit more about that because uh, in some cases, you you know, people will understand that, but then because of the environment they are, they are going through, they may believe maybe there are people that they respect or people that they see and people that they admire. They are sort of looking to copy them or do something that they are similar. And whilst they are doing that, they forget themselves and they lose the you. So if you bring us back into how and where the things start with you, I think the thing that starts with you kind of evolved from obviously the coaching um, mm. and things, certain things that happened in my life. And yeah. I think it's very, very easy to um, blame other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, right, you know, the government, like you see it right yeah. now on in the country and around Absolutely. the world. It's very easy. You know, to be honest, that's a, that's a whole different thing. But, you know, it is very easy to blame other people for your situation and your reactions and your behaviours. But the one and only thing that we have control over is ourselves. Yeah. And through my some things that happened to me, you know, in my personal life, and I wanted to blame and complain at other people. But that what I realised was that actually was giving control and the power over to them. Yeah. Yeah, I was being, you know, so if they reacted in a certain way, then then I reacted in a certain way and that pushed and shoved me around and I wasn't in control. And as, you know, things have progressed on, I realised that actually if I just took responsibility for me because I can't control what anyone else does, can't yeah. control the government or anything like that, I can't control anyone. I only think the only person I can control and the only person I'm with 100% is myself. So I can work on controlling my my thoughts, my feelings, and my reactions and my behaviours, so yeah. that I put myself in the driving seat. Because otherwise, you're a, you're a passenger. You're yeah. a passenger to life if you just are going to you know respond and react to everything that everybody else does around you. And, you. and you and whilst you're continuing to blame and complain, you are effectively a prisoner to that still, and you're being 
driven around like a racing track all over the place because mm. you're allowing them to have the power and have the control. Mm. And it's not an easy concept for some people to to take on board. Mm. I had, like, I think earlier this year, I had a client and she wasn't keen to do it. <laughs> She's yeah. like, well, it is their fault. And I'm like, yeah, but is it? Is yeah. it their fault? Is it your perspective or your reaction to it? Mm. And, and when we got about a few months down the line, she did say to me, you know what, when you kept pushing me about this fake responsibility business and it starts with you, should I was beginning to really not like you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but I paid you, so I basically had to stick with it. Yeah. And, and now I get it and it's, it's, it's so much better. Because yeah. it's, it's if you can work, and it's all about doing the deep work on yourself at the end of the day, that's yeah. how you there that's how you learn to take responsibility don't get me wrong i'm not perfect even sometimes i have a little bit of a moan but I, i'm a lot quicker to pull my wind my neck neck in and have, have a word with myself yeah <laughs> well that's the thing it's like well if something happens you might kick off and you and you might you know blame and complain or whatever but it's having that ability to have have self-awareness to know hang on a minute challenge yourself mentally internally and think actually what am I in control of here? What can I can control how I respond to this? Yeah. No, no amount of anger or aggression or whatever is going to change how they behave because they are going to behave how they're going to behave. But you, you know, you yourself, that you're only in control of yourself. So um, it's, so yeah, like I said with this woman, she eventually did get there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was life changing. And I think that it is, one second, Alexa, <laughs> thing. it's life-changing um yeah you can get there um and, and would you would you say some people will will get there faster others, others slow and others may not even get it at all yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely look it took me a long long time to get there yeah. uh, i didn't even really know it was a thing i was like i was like i think especially when we're younger yeah. and we're trying to fit in with you know we're trying to uh, you know identify who what's our identity who are we yeah we kind of merge and gel with our peers and we want to be liked and we want to fit in so mm. i think it's a lot harder when we're younger but as you get older um i think you care less about those things yeah. and more about having a fulfilled life and feeling you know emotionally in control of yourself um and that you are basically the captain of your own ship, you know. Yeah. Hmm. I think some of it does come with age, but having said that, not everyone gets it. You know, yeah. it's your willingness to if you if you want life to change, if life isn't if you don't have the people and the things, the job, maybe the business and the things around you that you want, then there's no point going to look for other things. Yeah. Because you'll probably get more of the same. You have to turn back and look on yourself and do the work on yourself and think, how am I showing? And this is where the gap comes in. How am I showing up in the world? That gap between who you are, sorry, who you show the world you are and who you are. You know, because if you, you know, we all do it. Like I said, when you're a young kid, you, you, we do it even more and you want to fit in, you want to be liked. Our identity changes all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and when you show the world, something different to the reality things come into your life and into your reality that you start to question and, and, and then you don't feel fulfilled and happy and the reason is that that is 
is because you're not being real. You're not being yeah. a real you. And so mm. therefore you're not going to attract the right things into your life because you're showing the world something that is, isn't you. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is a, 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 a bit of a shame in a way, because I look at it like um, if someone, especially like the younger generation, if they could only pick it up at that uh, early age, you know, there would be just so much potential in terms of what they can achieve growing up, because yeah. it's so many years, whereby I guess when you discover and you get there when you're much older, obviously you're wise and you can probably make the, the best of it. But uh, is, is it also the fact that people will actually get it or get there through either mistakes or experiences or actually experience things? Because you can you can get to teach people a theory to a certain uh, level, yeah. but they probably won't take it or grasp it until actually something has happened to them, either a shock or some sort. Then they, maybe the light bulb moment comes. Yeah, so, I think yeah. for me that was... Yeah, I think there's been a couple of light bulb moments about taking responsibility and creating the life that I want and that, you know, I'm the only one that can really do that. Mm. Um, I think, I think, yeah, trauma or some life-changing event can definitely have a, an impact. But mm. I also think, like I said before, I think age, as you get sort of, when we get to sort of like mid-30s, mm. nudging 40, our identity and our personality is pretty much, it's set. Yeah. Um, and we pretty much know when we get involved in anything because we've experienced love and loss and breakups and work and what that feels like. We've we we know what sort of what's coming. Like or, you know, yeah. it, we get involved in. We pretty much know what's coming by that point in our life. Yeah. And then we start to sort of question who we truly are because less and less things from the outside world, the things that kind of like when you're younger that yeah. you you bring into your life from the outside world to make you feel better. They start to, you know, they make you feel good and you forget those deeper feelings. But as you get older and you know what's coming, those yeah. things have less and less impact. Um, so then you start to question, what's all this about? Who yeah. am I? You know, what's my place in the world? What's my purpose? And so I do think it can come with age, but I also think it can come with life-changing events as well. Events, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for, for some people that I've, I've, I've spoken to as well, I mean, it, obviously people with uh, will have different experiences, but uh, at the sort of age that you're talking about, maybe about, you know, mid-30s to 40s, maybe people have had an experience of, uh, you know, love and loss and all that, but also... Maybe some people who have been, uh, maybe they've raised kids and the kids maybe have left, have left home. Yeah. yeah, they sort of come to a point when uh, there's a bit of a lack of either vision or purpose or clarity of what then happens next. Like especially yeah. people, maybe their life was on hold maybe to raise kids and maybe it's more difficult to actually retrain or go back into work. You yeah. then get into this stage when you're a bit, stuck and there's no clarity and maybe that's where the zone people don't really know which direction to go i mean what what, what would you what would be your view ar around that sort of either mental block or lack of direction lack, lack of uh, vision of, of where what is the purpose of their life 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a re- it can be a really tough place to be. You know, you get to, you know, it's sort of like a bit like a midlife crisis, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and um, mm. probably, tr- you know, generally we've tried really hard to bury a whole bunch of feelings yeah. for years before. And then mm. you get to midlife. And, and like I said, those things that maybe the new sport, you try a new sports car or, I don't know, a new partner mm. or new clothes or whatever. But they yeah. have less and less impact. Um, it's futile, uh, and you have to be willing to, you know, if you're feeling like that, I think it, it's it's getting to know yourself and actually and becoming self-aware. And yeah. some, some really simple things that you can do to to become more self-aware. Two, I'll give you one is reflect, and two is spending time on your own. Um, you know, something I try and do every day is spend like 20 minutes just on my own with no phone, no TV, no book, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me, my thoughts. And that's a really, if you do that repeatedly, just a little bit of time on your own. Um, some people call it idle time. I've heard it called that before. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it as well. He talks about you know, having this time on your own because that's yeah. the way get really connected with your feelings and work out who you are um mm. it's not yeah it's really quite hard especially because like even more so now we've got phones haven't we? we've got phones yeah, laptops, we take our phone we don't have a minute for our brains to be quiet and to you know just be to just be alone with yourself um yeah. and reflection is a, is a really good it's a really simple tool but it's really really good mm. um you know, with clients I work with, I encourage them to reflect on their week every week. Um, on a Sunday, reflect on the whole week, you know, how they how, – because the thing with reflection is it's about looking back and looking over things that have happened. So, yeah. you know, and thinking how did I react, you know, and you can you can question that. You can ask yourself why did I react in that way, you know, would I, do I want to react in that way again? What can I learn from my reactions? Um it's a really good tool to get to know yourself and to learn and to think how you might handle things differently in the future. So getting in touch with yourself. And if you, some people journal, I journal. um, Mm. And, you know, I used to think journaling was a bit woo-woo, to be honest, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Not really massively woo-woo. But it really works because if you form a habit of doing that, of reflecting on things, um, then you can look back and actually see if there's a pattern, or yeah. you know, and learn and learn from it. It's it, reflection is a really great growth tool. Mm. Um, so I, I think if someone kind of gets to that point, it's like, okay, well, I have a client now, and it and and she's literally like her one question that I have her pondering on all the time is, who am I? Yeah. Who am I? So she's, you know, she's. You know, she's got uh, a business and a family and everything, but actually her sense of who she is and what her morals, her mission, what she stands for is cloudy. So reflection and spending some time alone, just those two little elements, and and ruminating on that question, not just saying it to yourself once and thinking, well, I don't know, that's it. Keep repeating it stuff. Write it down. Who am I? What do I like doing? Where do I like to go? What lights me up? What do I mm. like to do on my own? Can I be on my own? You know, you'll yeah. never be lonely if you if you like yourself. If you learn to like yourself and love yourself, you'll never be lonely. Yeah. But 
we in this world tend to do it the other way around, especially when we're young, we get in relationships and, we, and it fills that gap that I'm talking about. It fills that gap, doesn't it? Things, people and environments fill that gap, but mm. eventually it doesn't do the same. It doesn't have the same impact on us as it does when we're younger. And that's mm. when we question um, some of those things. And, Really, we want to be doing it the other way around. We want that feel, those feelings and that question and that reflection and that work to be done earlier. Yeah. So don't fill our life with the wrong people and the wrong things. But of course, it don't work like that. <laughs> it work like that. Absolutely. I mean, I, I remember, you know, just along the lines you're mentioning, reading this uh, Dr. John Demartini talks about the values factor and. Uh, um, yeah. One of the things it says that if you're if you're sort of uh, stuck, maybe look at the things that are happening to you. You know, how are you spending your time? How are you spending your money? You know, how, yeah. you know what? How are you feeling your energy? Look around. What's uh, you know in in your space? You know, the yeah. pictures, everything that that is happening. Maybe that can give you direction. But I, I, I think uh, in some cases as well, because obviously. You know, life happens. Yeah, people have to to live, and there's stability. Maybe they are working, and that is what's sustaining them, and they they are supporting the family. And when they get to discover something that they are passionate about, they can do. Maybe they they are not actually able to actually do it because they can't monetize it, or they can't actually uh, you know make yeah. money or income out of it. That's when people actually uh, maybe don't don't get to pursue their dreams or their passion because it doesn't mean anything. So, hard. you know, if you you do have a passion and, you know, um, Les Brown always says um, that do, you know, do the thing that you love so well for free so that eventually you'll get paid to do it. Yeah. And, and I've done a lot of free coaching and a lot of free speaking and now I get paid to do them. And I did it because I love it. And I think if you do love something and you're passionate about doing it you'll you'll do it for free anyway yeah. but I've always kind of like people have always come to me for advice and help and support mm -hmm. way way before i was coaching so i was doing that anyway because i loved it i loved helping people and helping them solve problems and you know dig deeper and get to know themselves so i, I think that's so so true you'll do it anyway but yeah. because you love it you do it to the best of your ability and you give everything and then you become really good at it and then people pay you to do it. Mm. So I would say to someone who thinks, well, if they've got a dream, and this is where getting to know yourself is really crucial because unless you know who you are, then your dream is probably not your dream. Um, you really have to know who you are for it to be the dream. Yeah, uh, yeah I th sorry, I lost my train of thought now. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, you you know do that. For, yeah, sorry. You can you can do it alongside other things, um, yeah. and, and try and redress the balance really until you are start you know start to get paid for it. It's like a, almost like that side hustle, like coaching. Like was my side hustle, yeah. My property business, and now the the balance is is changed. Although my property business still you know it's it, it, it's passive income effectively. Although I still have to do something, but. Um, mm. It used to be like eighty percent of my time, and coaching was like twenty. But now it's completely the other way around. Yeah, the one up to overtake the other, and then now the thing that I really love the most is where I get to spend most of my time. Yeah, so that, 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 that's brilliant. So, just um, talk us more through 
what, what, what can actually, you know, go wrong or what problems can you experience if you don't turn up as, as yourself? Like if you don't, if, if, if the gap is, is quite big, for example, mm. what, what, what can go wrong? Because, you know, there is this, that such thing as what, what do they say? Fake it until you make it? Or yeah, I don't believe in that though. <laughs> <laughs> believe it until you see it, but not fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> believe it till you see it. Um, yeah. You know, I think the thing is with you know closing the gap. It's you know the ultimate goal is transparency. Yeah. Um, is whoever whoever you are you know, showing up as that person transparently all the time. That's the ultimate goal. And that obviously doesn't, you know, come like that because actually ultimately what happens is you, you're showing up in the world like this and you've got all of these things, these people, yeah. friends, relationships, and then you start to change. Well, what's going to happen to all of these things and these people? They start to think, well, why are you behaving like that? Who are you? Well, so yeah. your, your friendship circle, maybe your relationship start, all these things start to shift. So it, takes a bit of work so the bigger the gap the harder that's going to be um mm. but ultimately you're going to want to fill that gap because you're going to get frustrated with life you're going to be unfulfilled um you're not going to be content yeah. and as you get older you realize the clock's ticking and you've got less and less time and the time that you've got or we think you've got left you want it to be good time you want it to be you want to feel fulfilled and content and happy so you get to a point and this is what i find with some people is that um, they've got no choice but to fill the gap because they're mm. unhappy anyway. They're miserable and frustrated anyway. And yeah. whilst it might mean that certain things leave their life, you know, friends or relationships or whatever, they have no choice because they're just so unhappy as they are. And they've yeah. realised that actually who they show the world, you know, who they are, how they show up to the world is not who they are. Um, and it, yeah. it just... I think it it comes from you know people realize that they that maybe who they show the world they realize that they're not happy and that that's the reason there's this gap but I think there is also when we get the fear of pursuing our our goals like we might have a big goal big business goal or or whatever mm-hmm. but we are we're frightened of pursuing that because we're afraid of the judgments, opinions of our friends and our families and also how it might impact what we've got already. Um, (laughs) There's an element of fear there as well. And then, so therefore you're not really being yourself because you're frightened to be yourself. Yeah. Um, The big part for me about the gap and closing the gap is doing that work so that you're not afraid to be who you really are. You know, yeah. so actually, I, I can show up in the world as me. I can be transparent, and that I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, then those dreams and the goals that you you want, but you've you've almost been hiding them from yourself. Um, then you will allow that to come to the fore, and you won't you won't necessarily really care about other people's opinions and judgments because they're always going to have opinions and judgments, whether you want to fly to the moon dressed as a clown or you want to work. And Spencer's, yeah. you know, Mother Teresa gets judged. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so, not- I think it's just you know, learning to accept yourself, love yourself for who you are, and know that you're good enough as you are, um, and then showing up transparently 
you know, mm. that comes, like I say, through age and unfulfillment um, and happiness, but also there can be a frustration that you know that you're made for more or you want more, but you're frightened to show that to the world as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That that That's quite quite clear, actually. And, and I think for, for most people, the biggest thing is... Uh, like you said, the fear of what other people and the judgment that comes. Because mm-hmm. I remember one guy on a, on a group uh, men- mentorship session, and uh, you know, he was presenting himself as this guy who's got a you know you know good cars and a good house and all of that. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> it turned out actually, you know, the cars were all leased and he was renting the house. But for him, it was like he was he was feeling like if he presents himself as someone who is successful and is doing well, but all it was actually ending up was uh, getting him more and more into debt as a standard actual lifestyle. And in the end, it got him into trouble when he could have actually sought some some help or did something that he was actually, you know, good at and he could monetize his passion. But the longer he he left it, the worse it became. And the bigger the gap, and then yeah. it's much more difficult to actually narrow, yeah. narrow it down. So there's another gap. There's there's obviously this gap of who we show up as and who we really are, but then there's the perspective and reality gap as well. So yeah. how yeah. that, you know, how you see the world and you know the reality. Hmm. Um, so there's there's a few gaps, <laughs> but yeah. we you know we, we do you know we want to be liked, we want to impress. Um, you know, we all do it. We've all done it. You know, you meet someone new, you want to impress them, so you put on your best behaviour, but it's not really you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Eventually, it comes spewing out. And then, and then one of the things that I found and what I find with people that I work with is the amount of energy it takes to show up not transparently. Yeah you don't realize and and the easiest thing to do in the world is to be you it's the easiest thing in the world but for a lot of people they don't do it for a good chunk of their life and so when you get to that point where you you start to change and transform like i i did and i have you've got a lot more energy because you're not using all that energy of of how you present to the world the things that you say and and do it's you know it's yeah. not foundations. You're just you, and it's the easiest thing in the world. You don't have to think too deeply about it, and you've got a whole lot of energy that you were using before to to almost pretend. Mm. Um, so you're more energized as yeah. well. Wow, that, uh, that that's that's good to know. So from your experience and probably uh, people that uh, you, you you've spoken to, what what do you think is the the role of uh, mental health for people to actually be able to discover themselves and who they really are yeah you know you know mental health and mindset is everything i you know if you've watched some of my old stuff alex and especially mm. the beginning of this whole pandemic <laughs> i said i did these things called sunday sessions where we just all got yeah. together and just talked through stuff and i said the one thing you all need to do is just protect your peace protect your mindset yeah. And I still believe that. I still believe that 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 mm-hmm. without question is everyone's as far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, is that's what we all have to do. 
you know, health, we talk about health and we all generally jump and think physical health, but yeah. our mental health is everything because our mind and our brain can control our body and that's the way around it should be. Mm. Unfortunately, we get in a pickle and we end up, our body controls our mind, but it shouldn't be like that. The body, the mind should control the body. So protect your mental health and your, you know, your mindset at all costs. At all times, yeah. And I think that's, you know, being yourself is a, is a part of that as well. You know, being yourself, mm. being true to yourself, your your thoughts and your feelings. Um, it doesn't mean being a bad person. It means being a good person, you know, and but putting yourself first. Now, I've always, you know, for quite a while, I've been a big advocate of putting yourself first. I'm not selfish. I, you know, I'm generous. You know, if I've got two cookies, you can have one, I'll have one. But, but <laughs> when it's... But it's but that that doesn't you know, that's a complete that that you know being selfish would be I have both cookies doesn't it but I'm not selfish but I put myself first yeah and there's a difference and there's a fine line to that and it's working that out that you know it you know you you have to replenish your energy resources mentally and physically first in order to go and help other people and for mm. what I do because I love helping people and coaching and stuff like that I know that I have to be the best that I can be yeah. So, in order to, because I have like a, a like an unwritten rule that I say to my clients, I'm I'm here 100 percent for you. When we have a coaching session, I'm 100 percent all in. Yeah. I I expect the same for you. Um, so if yeah. I have to give that level to my clients, then I have to be the best that I can be, and that means that I protect my peace, I protect my my space, my headspace. Um, mm. And it's about and and the way to do that, and if people struggle with that, is is boundaries you know create some boundaries about how you allow people to treat you in in business and personally it, it happens in business people try and cross cross the boundaries and you know you you have to put your stake in the ground and set those boundaries because it's it's about protecting your mental well-being uh, and learning yeah. to say no a bit more as well yeah oh, wow. which is quite um, funny, like people <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what do you think? What, what do you think is the role of uh, sort of um, reaching out to people, like mentorship or networking, or just having supportive people around you? Because there is there is a balance to be struck, isn't it? Because you want people around you to actually challenge you in terms of your thinking, so you can actually grow. But yeah. uh, at at the same time, people can be so negative to actually take you down. So where do you place the balance in terms of the right people around you who are just supporting you to the extent that you don't actually see the real world of where criticism could be that can help you to grow uh, or just people who are just criticizing you all the time and take you yeah. down? And, that, and that's a big part of that, again, Alex, is about, you know, that, that even comes into protecting your peace kind of thing because... Mm -hmm. You know, you you have, you know if you if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. If you if you have ambitions, uh, business ambitions, career ambitions, then you don't yeah. want to be the smartest person in the room. I joined a mentorship beginning of this year. I was I was by far not the smartest person in the room, and I was yeah. really happy, really happy because yeah. I knew that I was going to get pulled along by my bootstraps. Yeah. Um, and these people were all had a business, trying to grow a better business. Um, and that's the kind of people that you need to be around. If it's not, if you're getting negative energy and negative vibes, then, you know, you can move. You're not a tree. You know, get up and move, change, move from the group. You write your story. You create your story. Move, change. 
if it doesn't feel right, if it's too negative, you know, don't stay with it because all of that energy and that and other people's attitudes and yours and what you give off is contagious, right? You're our energy and our emotions. Mm. We connect with people emotionally, but all that is is energy. So, you know, that's all contagious. So if you're in a you join a networking group and it doesn't feel right or you're not getting the right kind of vibes from it, leave. Yeah. <laughs> leave before yeah. it's too late and you become one of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you know, they always say, don't they, you're, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm. Um, but, you know, I agree with that to a certain degree. Uh, you know, like my, you know, I spend a lot of time with my family and none of them are like me. But my, yeah. my business point of view, definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm really rigid now. Well, not rigid, but I'm, I'm a lot stronger with the people that I spend my time with, the groups that I'm a part of, and yeah. I've away a lot of the noise and I do think less is more because it's so easy now these days to especially on Facebook and things like that to be in a, a dozen business groups yeah. and all this noise going on and actually you just need to strip a lot of it away and cut yeah. out the noise and find one or two really good groups that mm. have a mindset set to you a group that's going to pull you along that's going to elevate you um it, it is it's some you know cutting some of that noise out it's definitely I think um, will it eventually, I think, help you to grow quicker. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's awesome. So what, what, what would you say to people who they probably get it, they understand the concepts, maybe, you know, in their head it all makes sense, but then still say, well, you know, either it's all, you know, good to, to say it, but it's uh, it, it's easier to, to listen to it or say it, but in practice to actually do it, it's more difficult you know what, what would you say to, to people like that are you talking about when it comes to sort of taking responsibility and showing up as yourself and yeah yeah, yeah. like like, like uh, you know to understand about mindset and 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 uh, you know discovering their purpose and, and vision and actually following doing that it's so well said you know good to say but difficult to actually do in practice yeah? and, it, it, and it is you know let's be honest, pretty much every bit of theory that you probably want to know about any business, you could probably find on the internet. Yeah. So, you know, but so therefore, why don't people get things done? Why don't people achieve the success that they want? Why don't they get the things that they want? Why don't they go and do it? Because mm. theory alone isn't enough. You know, you have to connect with what it is you want. You know, I firmly believe that you have to know yourself and who you are and be willing to go deep and do when you know what you want and i hope it's freaking big and amazing and wonderful yeah. then you, you start to get some emot motivation now motivation doesn't last you have to have discipline for that and yeah. that comes. but you don't necessarily have to have all the steps planned out to get to this big amazing thing that you want but you've mm. got to know you so that you know what this is that, so that it when the shit hits the fan you're more likely to keep going yeah. and that's why you need a mentor and a coach someone that's there when you need to when you take a step back because you know being you know working with a coach or going for your goal or anything like that it's not linear it's not an a to b straight line situation yeah. you're going to have spurts of energy you're going to have spurts of progress then you're going to have setbacks and then you're going to have problems and hurdles and that's when the challenges come in of working out do i keep going do i quit how do i keep going and that's when you know having the support of a mentor or a coach mm -hmm. Or a peer, or, or a mastermind group, or something like that. That's when it becomes invaluable, and it helps to have somebody you can soundboard with. 
you can brainstorm with. Um, because I tried to do it on my own for years. Like in, in the beginning of property, I was trying to do it all myself. Yeah. And if only I'd got, you know, my first coach like six years before I did, I didn't, yeah. you know, my growth would have 10 x Yeah. And I think that's, you know, what I always say to people like who, you know, coach with me, I said, whether, like even when they're looking at coming on board, I said, whether you come on board with me or not, you have a business. If you're serious about your business and you're serious about your life, always yeah. have a budget. Always, always have a budget for a coach. Yeah. The trouble is we tend to think, now I've got to put it into logistics. I've got to put it into this a bit of equipment, this, that, property, whatever. Mm. And they think those things come first. But actually coach comes first because yeah. it works on you and you are the business. Business is personal. So that's where your investment must go first in you. Mm-hmm. But so many people get it the wrong way around I got it the wrong way around but once yeah. I did it like six seven years in suddenly like I doubled the amount of properties I had really quickly you know my mindset changed everything changed and I was like why didn't I do this earlier and the yeah. reason I did it earlier was because I didn't want to spend the money the money <laughs> which is what people do so I know that's what happens but mm. honestly the, the investment is you to begin with in your business invest in a coach some good support and I always always have a budget for that or I have an education budget and mm. you know a certain percentage of my income goes in my education budget so that when there's a new coach I want or something else I've got money there to invest in myself and to grow myself yeah yeah it, it is a false economy for people isn't it they think uh, I can use the money for something else but uh, I think in most cases it's because they, they, they actually Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because they they actually can't see that there's no like uh, immediately visible here tangible result of what you're actually gonna get out of out of a coach. But in most cases actually you get a lot of stuff. It could be you know the networks that they can introduce to you, the business opportunities and just even the clarity of mind in itself yeah. is just so invaluable, just like you've put it that uh, you know yeah, you you are the business you know it is hard you know like i say when you start up in business or you know one you know wanting to you know you say you've got like five six grand and you think well i don't want to spend that on a coach i'm going to go and you know put that towards like i say so, you know maybe some new software or whatever yeah. marketing or whatever yeah. um it's hard to not go and you, you know <laughs> do that and like so i know that because i did it myself but yeah but you have to see the core of your business yeah. is you. And I I am I would be astounded if anyone couldn't see that. If you strip it all away, yeah. you, like my thing says, it starts with you. Your business idea, it started with you. You yeah. came up with that idea. You started that business, whether it was a business partner or whatever. It started with you, and it will end with you. Yeah. And you're the driving force of that business. So unless you grow... Your business isn't going to grow, and business is personal. So invest in yourself from the get-go, from mm. the absolute get-go. And I promise you, you might say there's two people, and one invests in the coach and one doesn't, and you both go off to be property investors. Yeah. The first guy, and you've both got, I don't know, 50 grand. Got a Guy A, he goes off and puts 50 grand on his first buy to let, and he's off and he's running. Second guy, he takes 50 grand and he spends – 20 grand on a coach, he's got 30 grand, he's a bit short, can't get his first property yet. But 
what he will learn from that first coach is, you know, and by the time you get three, four years down the line, I guarantee you the person that that got the coach will ha have a better business, probably more properties, more capital than, yeah. than Guy A. Guy A is still struggling on his own. He might have four, five, six properties, but he's up, but but he started sooner, but he's only got four, five, six properties. Guy B probably got 15, 20 properties. He's got joint ventures going on. He's he's got all sorts going on because he got a coach and his growth level personally is is you know 10x. He mm. will be it's not having that short-term thinking and thinking bigger picture. Yeah. I want to be in three years' time. If I could be here in three years' time, I have 15 properties or I get one now and in three years' time I'm only going to have six. Where do you want to be? You want to be, I want to have 10 and I want to have capital and joint ventures going on and other strategies going on. And I want to a bit, I want to be more in touch with who I am, feel more connected to me and more fulfilled. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, education is key. So it is key to, to invest yeah. in it. You know, we've learned about yourself. Yeah. If you don't know yourself, you're screwed. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, but you are. If you don't know, and I only speak, and you know, I'm speaking from experience yeah. and working with clients that don't know who you are. If you've got very little self awareness, it's it's always going to be a struggle. It's struggle. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting you put it that way because when when you're doing something that is you and you're passionate about, it almost doesn't feel like work, isn't it? No. Like, Oh, I was and that's that, that's really true, Alec. It's like you know when I when I did um, first did property, you know, I worked stupid stupid hours, but I loved it. You know, it was my passion. And then there's the yeah. same with coaching. I started coaching for free, and because I loved it, I didn't I didn't need to get paid for it. I just yeah. loved it because you know I didn't care about getting paid for it. But you can't really know what you want until you really know who you are. Who you are, yeah. You might think, oh, I want, I want, I want this business and this car and that and that, and then you get those things and they don't fit, and they get them, and you're like, well, this doesn't feel how I thought it would feel. Doesn't yeah. feel how you thought it would feel because mm. you don't. They aren't the things that you really wanted because yeah. you're trying to fill a hole, mm. and you're trying to fill a hole with things, people, and and places, really. Yeah, well, because I and I, I know a coach who you know you like. He likes speaking and just talking to people. He said to me, sometimes he'll wake up like from seven o'clock when he has his first appointment to, to mind and talk to people until like nine. And uh, he, he's still feeling energized because he's just enjoying so much. Yeah. Sharing yeah. the knowledge and talking to people. And, uh, you know, what it about is, you? It is when you must know, like, you know, what, you know, when you, yeah. when you do something you love. Yeah. Like it, ju it just—it's effortless, and that's about. That's why I say it's the same with being yourself. Mm. You love on yourself, and you love yourself, and you like who you are, and you show up who, who you are. It's effortless. Yeah, yeah. effortless, and that's how it should be. Mm. Instead yeah. of using all this energy to present to the world that this fictitious <laughs> person or whatever, um, or try, you know, maybe it comes from shame and embarrassment, you know. That those things fit, uh, part of the gap as well, you know, and that comes from experience yeah. with children as well. But it, it should be effortless. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like kids with video games, isn't it? It's like they can't put them down. They would rather not have dinner, but <laughs> they still play video games. Yeah, yeah. they can't do their homework, you know, because that's not important. But uh, no. video games, they'll play all day. 
So you need to get yourself to that position at some something that you're passionate about. And yeah, it's hard for people that um, <clears throat> you know. Like I used to do a lot of hours, like I said, in property, yeah. and um, I used to try and explain to my partner that it it didn't. You know, I was working a lot of long hours, and but I didn't feel like that. It's because, and I said, yeah, but it doesn't feel like work. You're calling, yeah. you're calling it work, but to me, it isn't work. It's, it's no work, yeah. yeah. You know, I love developing and turning something from, you know, a, you know, a really rundown place into a bigger place or a beautiful yeah. place. I loved it. It just didn't feel like work at all. Mm, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Now, Sam. That's been awesome, you know, talking to you and just uh, grasping all these concepts about <laughs> being, being, being yourself, you know, because uh, like, you know, you're rightly saying it, it starts with you, you know, so it working all, you. It all with you. Yeah, it yeah. does. Everything in life starts with you because it's yeah. your perception, it's your reaction, it's your behavior, it's your emotions, mm. and you, mm. you get to control that because, you know, your mind, you can control your mind. You can change your mind. So you can yeah. change reality, you can change how you see things, you can change your emotions, and it starts with you, but you've got to be willing to do the work and go there. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, want, if you want things to change, then you've got to be willing to change. But it, yeah. but it starts with you. It, it all starts with you. Yeah, and if you're not willing to do those things, you know, don't complain and judge people who have actually taken the effort to actually do those things and they're experiencing the success and all the yeah. good. Because you're a prisoner to that, right? You're then a prisoner to them, and they're in control. They're in the driving seat of your life, then, because yeah. what are they going to do next? And then they do something, and you react to it rather than saying, "You know what? It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the driving seat. I'm controlling what I'm going to do. So whatever you do isn't going to affect me." Yeah. Whereas other people are in the, you know, I, I want to be in the driving seat. I want to be in control yeah. of my, my behaviors and my my reactions. Like yeah. I say, perfect. But it's something that I work on on a personal level all the time, and I will till the day I die, because yeah. it's about showing up as best I can be and getting the best out of life. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. So, if people are looking to find you, get in touch with you. How can people find you, Sam? Yeah, just look for Sam Adams Coach. Really, that's who I am on Instagram. Yeah, um, and uh, or it starts with you is my podcast, but you can also yeah. go to my website which is sam-adams.com, and it's got everything on there, really. Yeah, okay, brilliant. So I was going to finish on a light-hearted note, which is a this or that game. So give you two uh, options. Quickly pick one. Discover who you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay, so the first one, if I say cat or dog? Dog. <laughs> I have a dog. Yeah, you have a dog. Oh, brilliant. Breakfast or dinner? Oh, God, dinner. dinner. <laughs> I had to think of, about that. Yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, I my food. <laughs> so you're a morning or evening person? Then? Oh, morning, definitely morning. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Beach or mountain? Oh, beach, 100%. These are yeah. easy questions. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good, good. Uh, tea or coffee? Oh, coffee. Don't drink tea. Yeah. These questions. <laughs> yeah. A call or a text? Oh, text. text yeah. <laughs> I'm a modern girl. Yeah. Brilliant. And then uh, last but not least, freedom or hope? 
Oh gosh. That's a big one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so you want people to have hope because hope will carry people forward, isn't it? But then yeah. you want people to be free so they can do what they want. But what is freedom without hope? Or exactly. hope without freedom? There's so very that, difficult yeah. question. I go freedom just because, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I said it, I think, at the beginning when we were talking, like, you know, my yeah. my version of success is showing up in the world as the real you and having yeah. the freedom to live your life as you want, your week, your That's way. Right. On your terms, yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. Sam, it's been awesome. Thank you very much for coming Thank on. You, the Alex. I'm sure we'll be in touch. I'll, you know, I'm always listening to your to your lives, and you know, I'll, I'll keep yeah. tapping into that wisdom of yours. It just yeah. gives so much energy as well, for people, especially when it's the start of the day, like a Sunday morning. It just makes uh, the rest of the day, you know, yeah. that uh, you know, um, you know, positive mental attitude to carry you through the day. So that, that's well, thank awesome. you for thank you for inviting me on. It's been fun. I've really, really yeah. enjoyed. It. Yeah, it's, it's really been good. It's really been good. So I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And yeah. uh, thanks again. All right. Thank you <laughs> very so much. much. Cheers. Bye. You know, bye. bye.